0: News FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come out. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, bang, bang. bang. Here we go.
1: They changed the bus schedules again. (laughs) The entire city has all been restructured. There's different
2: stops, different times, different bus drivers. Jimmy used to get here 20 minutes ago. Now they I guess they change it the all The system weekly. I can't believe they redo it all weekly. Every
1: week they change it. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> And we're going to deal with death on the program today. We are, yeah, yeah. We're going to deal with the possibility that I jinx the Oilers. Mm-hmm. Came out of mouth Grant's mouth as soon as he saw me this morning. Yeah, Dolly Parton has a new rock song, <laughs> and um, well, actually, it's her first. And the hall party tickets at eight ten. I got a request for this song, so I'm kicking off the show with it. Are you able to do
2: this <laughs> this morning?
0: <laughs> Clear. <laughs> it's a little early for this, but I'll give it my best. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So, a couple weeks ago, not that long ago,
2: right? You guys got the quails? Um, It was, like, the day after my birthday or something like that, so April 22nd. Oh, so it's been a couple of yeah. couple of weeks, three weeks. Um, so Grant, they drove out into
1: um, like two hours outside of town, met this farmer, yeah. grabbed four quails and brought them home, and you guys have been eating quail eggs like crazy. I had some this morning. Nice. On my uh, English muffin, I had some quail egg. And um, so a lot of people, it's interesting because... We've got some people at work here. We've been out, and mm-hmm. people are fascinated by you getting quail eggs. Very interested in it. Yeah, yeah. And it—it's just—it's—it's it's different. It's odd, yeah. right?
2: Um, you guys lost one on the weekend, so yesterday I, I think it was the heat, because um, they were really panting. Like they, when they get hot, they start to pant. And I was trying, like I put some shade over them, and I put a frozen ice. Uh bottle of water in there, and they they really like cuddle up to it to cool down and stuff, and they dust themselves in sand, but yeah, I went out there and one was one was gone once yoko come. yoko ono yours yeah, oh. yeah, we lost yoko damn shouldn't have pissed off John <laughs> okay <laughs> so yeah she she was gone so I'm I thinking I about this her. from the perspective of how did how did the kids handle it? We haven't told them yet, because it was... Oh, that's... Okay, We will today, but it was later in the day, and their auntie and uncle were over. Like, we had family over, and we thought, uh, do we really want to, like, upset them right now? And Nora will... Like, Donnie probably won't care, but he's three. But Nora will take, take it hard like she's she's gets quite upset about stuff like that she's very sensitive very sensitive so for her it's going to be a big deal I think um, so we're definitely going to have to tell them today did
1: but. you have any teaching any
2: mm. was there any death conversations in your family I don't remember like I think the first I guess would have been when our Dalmatian dog died yeah, But I don't remember what my parents said or anything. Like, we always was like, you die, you go to heaven. Like, dogs go to heaven. You know? <laughs> See, I think there was a very
1: serious lack of any... Um, anything, in, like, death-related in my family. Was there? Oh, See, I thought it would have been kind of natural lack. with,
2: like, the hippie upbringing to, like, no, talk about no, it. No, no, and... no.
1: Hippies, they... Uh... They had their heads in the sand, man. Hmm. They they just
2: ignore everything and 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 try to. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember like a big conversation about it, but I don't remember my parents. You know, my grandfather passed away. I don't think that was handled well. No, not
1: here. Can I say this first? I don't begrudge how I was raised or some of the things that, that some of the mistakes that were made. My mom got knocked up at 15. She was young, yeah. Had me at 16. My dad was 17 years a 17 years old. Okay? Yeah. They got married when they were kids. You could just wrap your head around that. Yeah. I was basically a complete moron. At at 15, <laughs> and I haven't improved much past that point. I was an ineffective father at 27.
2: Yeah, never mind
1: 15 and 16. Like, that's double the age of my mom almost. Yeah, when she had me, when she had me. So, I don't begrudge that, and I don't know if there's the appropriate teaching around death when, um, when you have a normal upbringing either. Mm-hmm. But, I immediately started to think about that last night that i because i don't know if i set my kids up properly right. well, either
2: around the death conversation i can't like it'll be michaela is really good at that stuff like she doesn't hide anything from the kids any questions asked she's like we're gonna tell them the truth so you know babies they've they've heard it all we yeah. having a baby so they got the full description, pretty much. I mean, not the... Well, not yeah. the, the details. <laughs> Watch this video. No. <laughs> so, like, I'm sure that, you know, she's going to... She's not going to shy away from it. And, okay. Yeah. All right. Or uh, I might be more inclined to be like, just replace it with a new one when they're not looking. <laughs> <laughs> I, The first thing when you text
3: that, I was like my reaction would have been, okay, kids, we're having dinner. Like, that was, uh, like... like You would, you eat would have eaten the quail? Oh, yeah. Like, when we were when we were kids, my dad, uh, his friend, had a farm, and we... You was, wouldn't be able to do that. Your we dad, did chicken. Your dad... Like, like uh, we we watched them cut the heads so off chicken, throw them around, and we were I chasing to,
2: the... I used to do that myself. I got pictures of me when I was three, four years old, but these are more pets. This is different. This is like a pet. This is, yeah. I And you wouldn't be able to do that. Did I you, know you have, if I would did have, have did
3: you I, like, a hamster or anything growing up? Or? You had dogs. We had dogs. And we had a cat. And a, How many of them did you eat? <laughs> Normal people don't I look... We don't this need is dogs. Diff- I, I, this is different. And,
1: the, and Nora and Donnie are young. They, yeah, they, they, they were like, they were pets. This is like they're Nora just turned like, six, right? You know, we
2: had like chickens, but we had the egg chickens, which we had for years, and then you had chickens that you would raise for meat and you'd only have them for the summer and then you'd butcher them in the yeah in the fall. Yeah, I guess uh, it
3: would, like when we had chickens around, we weren't raising them as pets. They were sure. They, they live in the
1: city. Yeah. Like it's not, it's different. It's different. Although, did you keep it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Timmy might want it. Insta-pot quail. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how they react.
2: Yeah. Uh, Nora, I think, will be upset. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Keep us posted on it. I'll let you know. This
1: is a good time for you to step back and let Michaela do the parenting. Yeah,
0: (laughs) exactly. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Crazy times. We live in crazy times. This guy builds this motorcycle. Yeah.
1: And it's it's run by beer. Yeah, he's got a beer-powered
2: motorcycle.
1: Uh, you know what that is? I, I wish I had that kind of time on my hands.
2: This is this guy has because they said he's built a rocket-powered toilet before, <laughs> a jet-powered coffee pot. <laughs> okay, you know I what? know he's, this guy. You know when he's doing this is he doesn't drink alcohol. You, you so don't when say. you're when you're drinking your booze. He's building beer-powered motorcycles.
1: Well, I mean, I- that's
2: where the time comes from. <laughs> I was sitting on my deck last night having a beer and at no point did I go, I wonder if this would run a motorcycle. See, and he's he's the guy who's in his garage. Well, you're doing that. He's in his garage like building rocket-powered stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I did find it funny. I don't drink. Yeah.
1: Really? I think you didn't need to tell anybody.
2: People that drink don't do this. <laughs> it sounds like uh,
3: Tim Taylor from Tool Time kind of. This
1: guy is, and everyone right now that's listening to this, you probably, without even being aware of it, you probably have an idea of what this guy looks like. Yeah. And and that guy that that's you're what picturing he looks like. right now is exactly what you think he looks like.
2: Uh, instead of a, a gas engine, the the bike has a 14-gallon keg with a heating coil inside. It heats up to 300 degrees, makes steam, and makes the bike move. Oh, it's a s- steam thing. I guess. The beer turns into superheated steam, which provides enough thrust to move the bike forward. All right. Can't you do that with water?
1: There might be a reason behind beer, but I don't know if we should get into it. Yeah, we don't need to get into the science, I don't think. A waste of alcohol, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> Three, two. midget at the movies
4: i shall call him
0: it's like minute at the movies
3: but shorter jimmy what movie did you watch on the weekend drowning mona my mother used to say life gives you potatoes make potato salad well life handed me a whole pile of shit what am i supposed to make out of that shit salad
2: that was because of Nev campbell right yeah Drowning One of the dumbest Mona, thing movies I've ever seen in my life. It's actually got a crazy cast. Danny DeVito. It has
3: an amazing Bette cast, Miller, and it should have been Nif so Campbell, much better. Will Ferrell, like it had a lot Curtis. of. It had a very similar feel. Wow. Casey Affleck. It had a very uh, similar feel to Throw Mama from the Train. Okay. Like, it was basically... Uh, Mona, everybody hated her, and she died. And every and the cops thought it was everybody like everybody in the every, town killed her, and everybody in the town was happier that she was dead. Oh, okay, um, oh, and that was Ben Midler. Yes, okay. Oh, and she was a total, yeah. You can say it, cow. Um, <laughs> 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 All right, drowning Mona. What did you think of it? I gave it a zero. First zero. zero out of out of five. that was your first zero. I think it's one of my first zeros. Even Brokeback Mountain got higher than this. I wasn't allowed to rate zero on Brokeback Mountain and <laughs> that because that was cause that was the old rating system where uh, uh, where uh, we weren't allowed
1: to put zeros five, or were, something.
3: I can't remember. No, so
1: you gave it a point five or something. Brokeback. I guess broke this remember. is a zero.
3: Yeah.
2: Cuz it was DeVito. sadness
3: points. 1 was good, 5 was bad. Uh, remember it was reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we were very confusing back
1: then. It in was the a day. very
2: confusing system. Now it's
1: 0 cobs of buttered tabor corn <laughs> out of 5 for, for drowning Mona. Okay.
0: You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Nutty 57 Cruise FM. I seem to have a memory that Dolly Parton when She
1: was inducted into the Rock and... Or the the conversation started about her getting inducted into the Rock
2: and Roll Hall of Fame. She was like, well, you know what? I'm going to have to write a a rock album. Yeah, she initially tried to say, like, I don't want to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And they're like, well, you're getting in anyways. And she was like, well, I guess I have to do some rock music. So she did a rock album. She did a
1: bunch of... um like duets and stuff. Collaborations. Yeah.
4: The world's on fire. What you gonna do when it all burns down? Fire, fire,
1: burning, It's yeah. not horrible, grant
4: now, I ain't one for speaking out much, but that don't mean I don't stay in touch. Everybody's tripping over
2: this or that
4: what we're gonna do when we all fall flat. A little on the nose, but amazing. So, her album's gonna have
2: nine original songs and 21 rock covers. This is one of the originals. Yeah, this is an original. But she she's does cool. collaborate with yeah. Sting. She does it. Perry. Every breath you take with, with Sting. As uh, long as I can see the light with John Fogerty. Oh, that'll be cool. Uh, she's doing one with Kid Rock, <laughs> <laughs> Steven Tyler, Stevie Nicks. That'd be good. Her and Stevie Nicks would be cool. Can you imagine, though, if your phone rings?
1: wouldn't know. It's Dolly. That'd be cool. I want to do a tune with you. 100. Uh, like, sign right, me up. When are we doing this? <laughs> that's why she had no problem
2: putting all these groups together.
1: Chris Stapleton is doing I was, night moves. With I was her. actually
2: going to say that's might be the best one. Night moves is Chris Stapleton. That'd be awesome. So this dropped
1: um, late last week, like Friday. It's not bad. It's not. I mean, it's Dolly, right? Yeah. So. Did the whole album drop Or is this just the first song
2: I think this is just the first song Yeah I think it's the single <laughs> She's also like reuniting the Beatles mm-hmm. <laughs> She's doing Let It Be With Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr And then Peter Frampton and Mick Fleetwood Are on that one with them But yeah he's getting, getting Paul and Ringo together Wow that's unbelievable So there you go if you're a big Dolly
0: fan Like we are here on the locker room This is her new tune World's on fire You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So this story is actually a Canadian story. She's um, from the West Coast.
1: She's an education assistant and um, wasn't making a lot of money. So found things a little bit tough. She's, Mm -hmm. I think she's 34, 35, 36 something years of age. She's a single mom. And so she starts up this OnlyFans account. And I don't know how long it's been up and running. It was under a different name. But somebody in the community discovered that she had this thing and they complained. And the school board wrote her a letter and said, you've got to shut this down or we're going to fire you. Now, there hasn't been a completion to this story yet. I, no, I it's ongoing. They're they're going back and forth right now. And they also said, and this is interesting, they also said in the letter that they wrote her that she wasn't allowed to talk about the fact that they were forcing her to shut this down. Okay. And I think that's part of the issue here with her because... At first, she was
2: embarrassed. She was like,
1: oh, they found me. Yeah. I was trying to hide this. I just need a little bit of extra cash.
2: Just she's trying to make some money. Just trying to, try to just make some money. Live in one of the most expensive areas in Canada. I Make yeah. under $50,000 a year. She's like, she's yeah, she's struggling, Yeah, right?
1: And, and she's a mom. She's got a single mom. She's got a daughter she's got to take care of. And, uh, and then she started, I think, started to get mad. And now she's pushing back, so there's interviews, and so this is a I think you're going to hear more and more about this. CBC covered this. I think
2: (laughs) she's saying she's like it's behind a paywall. Yeah. I never posted anything too risky on my Instagram or anything, so any nudity is behind a paywall. Is it my fault that your kids are able to find it? Like Watch your watch. What your children are doing more? Um, yeah, I, So I'm not I responsible. That. I guess is I get that is what she's saying. So she's saying, "Hey, it's behind a paywall. It's adults only. It's supposed to be 18 only." Um, okay, so she's a teacher, and there is a morality she, clause a in the in the contract. Assistant, yeah. So which she, they uh, have, I think they have for every not just like posting nudes online, but I think there's a lot of things that fall under that for teachers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I understand it from both sides. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. She's just trying to make it, you know, ends meet here, um, and the school board is like, "Oh my god, what do we g-?
2: We can't have one of our education assistants." It's interesting know, though that they tried post to post videos on the weekend. Keep
1: of- her qu- What would you do? Like if you were her boss, how would you handle this?
2: <laughs> I get why they don't want her to have that. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking I'm of myself. I imagine if if one of somebody in our school growing up we found out that this was a thing, like oh, I people would have gone crazy. Right? Yeah. And yeah. So I get it. I get it from both sides. She's trying she's like, pay me more then. <laughs> Wow, but, I mean, and this is not the first time. There are
1: multiple stories like this. We see them all the they, time. This
2: is one of the first Canadian this ones one
1: I've first, seen. But it's there are a couple of Canadian situations they just haven't gotten into the press. Yeah, is what the story was saying. Um, so this isn't the first time. For whatever reason, this is something that teachers do. Like it's not the norm, but I'm telling you that like it's a go to. It's a go to. I'm gonna yeah. do OnlyFans and put Usually some naughty s- pictures secret up there name yeah yeah you're uh, going to get found out though eventually somebody's going to find you right i mean eventually yeah. you're going to end up on the dirty
3: yeah. here in edmonton jimmy <laughs> jimmy i'm pretty sure i'm somewhere <laughs> yeah you're on <right>. the <laughs> dirty
1: <laughs> i'm i struggle i <sighs> Problem I have the one mm-hmm. the thing that jumped out at me was they were like and you're
2: not allowed to talk about this yeah when, yeah keep it quiet keep it quiet yeah
1: it's so much easier in our world right like we don't have to wor-
2: there's no morality clauses <laughs> in Jimmy our contracts could, Jimmy could start up his OnlyFans <laughs> and start pounding off on buses and posting videos and and they would oh, probably no, no, support him. That
1: I don't think they would support him. <laughs> no, that. but don't give me any they ideas. They give him some commercials.
2: But you no. know, we post videos of me stripping, we Actually, can you do you have any packages in the the online auction, stripping packages? We should put one up there. <laughs> Old slap and tickle from you <laughs> have <Hugh> entertainment. <laughs> uh, 150
1: for 30 minute session. <laughs>
2: Locker
0: Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant
2: Johnson. Well, this is always a sad day. The 30th annual... There's no more Canadian teams left in the playoffs day. Also known as the day when I think a lot of people maybe start to tune out the NHL playoffs here in Canada. Carolina, Las Vegas, Florida, and potentially Dallas. All teams from your typical hockey markets. That's who we got left. You know, places where you'd expect to find people enjoying ice hockey. Carolina... Las Vegas, Florida, and maybe Texas. So now it's been 30 years since uh, a Canadian team won the Stanley Cup. Coincidentally, it's also been 30 years since Gary Bettman took over as commissioner of the NHL. I'm just saying. It's kind of a strange coincidence, isn't it? Now, I'm not saying that the count is doing things to purposely keep a Canadian team from winning the Cup. I'm just throwing it out there. Also, Justin Trudeau probably has something to do with it. <laughs> probably. Anyways, I'm sure that Stanley Cup fever is wild in Florida right now. <coughs> the Panthers have sold like 15 jerseys since eliminating the Leafs. So enjoy. And for the Oilers, well, maybe next year. The Grant Report is brought to you by our Decades of Disappointment line of T-shirts. We've got them for both Leaf and Oiler fans. Text us now to get yours. You're in the locker room with Laughlin, Cross, Grant
0: Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I got screwed on the Jimmy Fox pick. (laughs) You got tricked.
1: What the hell is going on with that whole thing? That makes no sense. They're posting like he's dying, like they're planning a vigil outside of the hospital. And the next thing you know, his stupid daughter's posting he played pickleball this weekend.
2: So there was these stories last week. Family and friends are preparing for the worst. Jamie Foxx is not improving. What is all that? What is going on? Jamie Foxx's daughter says he's been out of the hospital for weeks and we just played pickleball. This I don't know what's so going weird. on, and she said they have a big uh, work announcement coming out. I don't know what is happening. Bizarre, mm-hmm. bizarre. And it's weird There's that we haven't heard from this. him yet. There's That's... more to this,
1: though. There's something going on here. Like, is this is this a is this a promo for a movie? Or... That would be
2: a pretty dark promo. <laughs> <laughs> that would be dark. Well, It's, it's going to die. Actually no, he's got a new movie coming up. We haven't heard from Jamie Foxx yet though. That's what's weird about it. Like we've heard from his friends, his daughter. It's nobody bizarre. else. I mean, you picked him in the celebrity yeah. death pool based on those reports that well, his family on... was gathering Yeah, bedside. And I mean I didn't feel good about it. I mean he's fifty five. Yeah, he seemed a little I'm... upset that he's
1: gonna survive. I, I'm actually <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the that <laughs> thing. Was...
3: I felt guilty about picking him for the celebrity death pool. But, but now you feel bad that he's regaining, you know, going anyway, back to life. He's getting better.
1: We don't know what's going on here. That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Be- is he
2: on social media at all? Is he that guy? I don't think he is, though. Man. He's not on a whole lot, but he had posted at one point um, during, like, the whole, oh, he's in the hospital. He had pointed... I appreciate all the love. Feeling blessed. But that was like a couple of weeks ago. And who knows if that was him? And who knows if that was him? Like it was just right.
3: Publicist or something, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's already
2: dead, and they're well, just looking for a double. They do replace a lot of Hollywood celebrities with body doubles, right? <laughs> or robots. So you know, now with aliens.
3: all the AI.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep an, an eye on this story for you. <laughs> I think I should get an extra pick No way No <laughs> No chance <laughs>
0: I'm going to be using one ply toilet paper <laughs> For a for month, a month. <laughs> You're in the locker room On Nutty five seven Cruise FM I didn't see this video until this morning
2: Jimmy posted this on the weekend It's because you were in bed already You I was probably, probably asleep were bed, Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Jimmy just recently purchased some um... Lightsabers Le- okay. More lightsabers More lightsabers Yes Yeah Um, because that's, yeah, what he needed. So
3: he, explain these ones. Okay. So there, there's two of them and cause we did a demonstration last week when we did the unboxing of me here, but they also screw together so I can either use them to it once or
2: as a staff and the video like Darth Maul is a, a staff form and he's doing his little dance with his, his lightsaber. And we he posted this Saturday night, and my wife saw it, and she started laughing. She goes, have you seen this? <laughs> I watched it, and it just, they make me laugh every time, because they're exactly like the Star Wars kid that was so famous years ago, and you got your shirt off, and it's like, yeah, it's hilarious.
1: I'm just having a moment where I'm realizing I'm 53 and I'm best friends with an alcoholic midget who does Star Wars videos
2: half naked
1: half naked in his den of sadness so
2: we stayed up late so he could have total darkness <laughs> and dance around I am reevaluating <laughs> where did it all go wrong <laughs> can we do a side-by-side video With Star Wars Kid and Jimmy. This is the video to do it with, too. Yeah, this this is the one, because this is the most like Star Wars Kid I've seen. We should do it side by side. Jimmy didn't even know who
1: the Star Wars Kid was. Oh, we
2: had to tell him.
1: You know what I like about this is the lights almost match the music somehow. Did you do that on purpose? Like the building of the music and there's like a little flash? Did
3: you do that on purpose? Uh no, when the flashes were happening and that's when I was hitting things. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: like the floor, like my the, the wall. couch. I like that you did one take too. Oh he's one take
3: it's, Jimmy. It's, it's it was a live video. Oh, was it? I it just was a saw live after- video on TikTok.
2: Oh, I just saw it afterwards. I didn't know you were gonna go
3: live on TikTok. No, like you record it. That's gonna change my life. <laughs> like you record it and then you post it. It's kinda Oh, a... you could have redone it though. Yeah, but why? It was... Do I re- do I redo things? I've never <laughs> have. I don't edit my podcast. <laughs>
2: Grant, you know better. What do you why Darth, would you do that? Darth Small? <laughs> Kevin calls you. <laughs> small.
0: (laughs) Put that in the nicknames. Put that on the list of nicknames. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM.
1: Previously on the locker room. That's an interesting, I mean, we're down to eight teams. That's Mm -hmm. an interesting second round, in my opinion. And again, I hate talking about this. But there's an outside chance that we could have an (laughs) Edmonton-Toronto-Stanley Cup final. (laughs) I don't want to jinx it. I I realize that. You
2: saying that out loud is jinxing it. Oh, my God. You did it. You jinxed it. You cursed both the Leafs and the Oilers. I killed both teams' chances (laughs) this year. (laughs) And also, you killed...
3: Edmonton because that one day you predicted that they won the game but like you said that they were you said
2: uh, they were up 3-1 in the series or something like yeah, that. Yeah, this
3: the, uh, we
1: got Dean Blondell on with us. Uh by the way, use the code DEAN when you go to the locker room merch page. It'll save you 10% off your purchase of a uh, of a disappointment decades of disappointment Leafs and Oilers shirt. <laughs>
2: I did the math. It's about $3 you saved. You save, yeah.
1: Three bucks is three bucks, Grant.
2: (laughs) It's a coffee.
1: (laughs) The funny thing is, here's here's what I need everybody to realize about me saying things like that out loud. Uh, Deep down in my soul, I actually believe that I impacted the success of the Edmonton Oilers and the Toronto Maple Leafs this year. Like, I believe that. I don't know why, but I actually, I'm that superstitious. And, mm-hmm. and I'm a pragmatic person. I don't <laughs> understand why
2: I have that, that bone. <laughs> now, when it comes to sports. Do you
5: think I jinxed the team, Dean? I don't believe in magic, Lachlan. I think you know that <laughs> by now. Um, and uh, no, I think that both teams suck. Um, I think that both teams were poorly built and they had a couple of really good players and that's it. And I think that all of us should give our heads a shake as fans this morning. But I also think uh, you are maybe the biggest a-hole hockey fan I have ever met in my life. Um, and I kind of appreciate it. That's one of the things I love about
2: you. You really are. Like, how much money did you lose on the Leafs this year? Yeah, um, just to be a dick, by the way. Like, it wasn't,
5: it well, wasn't about trying to, to make money. People. It was about trying to be an yeah. asshole. And I loved it.
1: The two Game 7 bets I made cost me 200 bucks. <laughs>
2: Because they, this is a guy who had never
1: won. gambled in his life before this year. They won the first round, and I, and they didn't lose in, in the first round, which I needed them to in Game yeah. 7. And then I bet that they would lose in Game 7, and then they lost in Game 5.
5: You know what? It's just nice. I, you know, I was thinking about it today. Uh, it's just really nice that Canada has maybe two of the best hockey players on the planet, Yeah. Uh, two of the best teams on the planet, world-class cities. And it is a a foregone conclusion every single year that it doesn't matter. But I was thinking about it today. We're going to see a carousel in the off season, right? Because uh, we're talking about in Toronto getting rid of Shanahan and Dubas and Keefe. Uh, but the one underlying factor here is Connor McDavid, and let me explain why. And I know what you're going to say. I know you're going to say, leave that alone. Don't do it. Like, I talked to a guy when I was in Vegas this last week. I'm like, I think Connor McDavid's going to come to Toronto, and I think Ma- Austin Matthews is going to leave Toronto. And he's like, no, because I know Jordan Eberle's dad's friend, and he said <laughs> Connor McDavid is staying for sure. And I'm like, I don't think so. To the point where I think that it would be good for both teams to do something pretty drastic in the offseason. Now, having said that, Uh, you don't let a guy like Connor McDavid walk away, but Connor McDavid holds all the chips, right, kids? Well,
1: we're not losing Connor. I don't disagree with you from the perspective that something drastic may happen, um, but I don't know if Edmonton is at... Listen, they both got to the second round, and Grant Grant will back me up on this. Not not just because he's here in Edmonton, but because I think w- we get a sense that there is more devastation from the loss in Toronto than the loss here in Edmonton. We're disappointed. There isn't devastation. And I, I don't know what the difference is, but I think what the Leafs will do, this is my prediction. They will make a sacrifice in the off season, and it won't be with their top four. Um, it'll be in the front office, like you said, and it'll be Kyle Dubas. Like th- th- they'll they'll wheel him out. He'll be the sacrificial lamb. They'll they'll slaughter him in front of all the Leaf fans, and then
2: they'll be placated. He'll for to, then he'll a go to Pittsburgh of- and win a cup. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> or better yet, like Calgary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that does
1: happen, right?
5: But I, I oh, think, dude, anytime anybody leaves Toronto, they go somewhere, they instantly find a cup and success. Like <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter if it's. If, I call it the the steam rule. Remember when Alex Steen left Toronto, goes yeah. to oh, St. Yeah. Louis, becomes a captain, they win a cup he retires masum Cadry did the same thing i mean it's We a have risk that with goalies
1: money. here in edmonton where we'll have a goalie that for whatever reason can't can't stop a beach ball here for 2 years and then gets traded to columbus or some you know some part of the country we Minnesota. don't even know where it is on the map and they stand on their heads and take them to the cup final right like that happens every every team in the nhl playoffs right now has a edmonton goaltender that was through our system
5: <laughs> yeah. Well, same with same with the Leafs. Like Freddie Anderson's lighting it up in Carolina. They're in the final four. It's really cute to watch. But dude, I, I'm uh, you said something earlier, and I just want to bring this up for all the people in, in Western Canada who hate Eastern Canada who say stuff like uh, "there's a meltdown" or "it's a nightmare in Toronto." You're a hundred percent correct. It yeah. is apoplectic here. Like you know, to to understand how important this team is because it's the biggest city in Canada, the third biggest city in North America. Uh, you, you, we don't get it. Like when you when you're in Edmonton, Calgary, obviously, you know the NHL in some centers is the only game in town. And and listen, uh, the fan bases out there are incredible, but the fan base here is completely turned on the Toronto Maple yeah. Leafs. They've turned on Kyle Dubas. They've turned on Shanahan. They've turned on Maple Leafs Sports Entertainment. Um, and it's because you get the same sh- you know crappy result. Uh, sorry, I almost swore every single year. <laughs> and so when I say something's gonna happen, I mean it. Like you know we're we're not in the same you know leave it and let it happen territory. Something major is going to happen in Toronto with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I, I think it starts with Brendan Shanahan and Kyle Dubas, and I think it might end with one of the core four. And I'm not talking, like, like I think William Nylander, foregone conclusion, he's gone. I think Mitch Marner, uh, huh. you know, there's an outside chance he might not be here. And I think what? they're looking at bringing in, yeah, yeah. I think that would I think be a mistake. Look- oh, I-, I, do, I, I do and I don't. Like, you know, it depends on who they bring in. A guy like, you know, Dale Hunter. If they brought him back and they said, Dale, listen, we want you to build us a winner, I think I think all the options are on the table, right? Like every single one because this has been a this has been a disaster. Like an absolute disaster.
1: I don't wanna spend a lot of time dwelling on this. Oh, we lost I him. think we lost him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I wanted to actually discuss about how difficult it is to manage These players now, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I think there's a situation in um, in the NHL where front offices struggle because you can't you can't put a coach like they did in Calgary in a room full of Daryl Sutter. Yeah, yeah, you can't put a bunch of these kids in front of that guy. So
2: they don't respond well to that.
1: (laughs) Do you think Hunter would? Is gonna get Matthews and Marner on board? Maybe. I, not. D- I don't know. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, on that that the drastic front, I think you brought up something interesting this morning. In that um, nurse, yeah. Well, N- well, goaltending and nurse, I think, are
2: the two things that I... nurse I, is obviously going to have a target on his back because he's starting a seventy-four million dollar contract or whatever it is. Yeah. So now, yeah. Yeah, I it'll be interesting to it'll be fun to
1: watch what happens with the Leafs because they're melting down right now. Whereas I think there's going to be a little bit of a a little bit of um a moment of of retro like we'll we'll sit back and go, "Okay, let's just everyone relax here in Edmonton. We've got the two best players in the world. We actually did okay. That was a very close Vegas was the number one seed
2: in the Vegas division. was
1: was number one. Those games were close. You know what? Next year let's work on goaltending. Let's, you know, maybe add another piece, you know, on the blue line. Anyway. Yeah. We can move on? I think so. All right.
2: I'm sure nobody will be discussing this in the offseason. Maybe I'll figure <laughs> out maybe I'll finish Mandalorian now. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Seven Cruise
0: FM. Did you see this article about Deadpool and the
1: director?
2: Uh, no, actually. It dropped yesterday.
1: Okay. Ryan Reynolds originally went after Quentin Tarantino to do Deadpool. That's crazy. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad you appreciate that because I, I wasn't
3: sure and if And Quentin Tarantino turned it down? Well, he only he, does stuff that he writes, right? Like, he wants to be... that would be good. I would... What? I would watch that. You can't do this. You hate. I hate Quentin Tarantino. No, he no, should do a hate, Star Trek. No, I. I liked the Kill Bills, and that's the kind. And that's the kind of stuff that, that, that Deadpool is. Is the is a crazy violence, cutting hands off, shooting through people's faces, and that's what Quentin Tarantino does. I don't want to see Quentin Tarantino do a Star Trek. But I this would to, be good. I had to look it up. Um... The first two
1: movies were done by Tim Miller and David Leach. So they were, I think they worked together on them, on the Deadpools. Yeah. As, as a directing duo. If I'm not mistaken, I, I could well, be wrong about that. Wasn't
2: there issues with the second one? Ryan Reynolds didn't like the director on the second one and then. And brought them back. Yeah. Brought
1: the original guys back. It, I think it's interesting how much pull Ryan Reynolds has. Like his stock is. Gone way up with the, with the amount of money
2: that he's made oh, with this yeah. franchise. I mean, he started off at the you know the, he was the rom com guy and then like Green Lantern, yeah, and now he's like the Hollywood like it man, yeah, yeah. Like he'll make he'll make you a billion dollars if he's in a movie now.
1: Well, and you can see that before Deadpool, if if he went to Quentin Tarantino and said, "Hey, I have this idea, Quentin, can we sit down and talk about it? Yeah, let me buy you a drink." You can see how it, it doesn't go anywhere. I'm guessing Ryan Reynolds' call means a lot more now. And not that Quentin Tarantino would do it. He's just, he's an interesting duck. He, yeah. like you said, he kind of wants to be involved in a project from the...
2: He, he wants to be hit. He's called, he, Quentin Tarantino doesn't like superhero films. He doesn't like the Marvel uh, Universe, like, to direct them. Because he says you're just a hired hand. Like, Marvel's doing everything. You're just basically there putting your name on huh? it. And, um, he apparently, as well, was offered the Green Lantern before. Okay. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino was at one point. He was, because they were asking him about Deadpool, and he said, yeah, I was also offered the Green Lantern. Might have been better. <laughs> Might have made it okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was kind of an interesting. I, I get I understand why it didn't happen and and yes, I'll be able to go on in my day without it, but it was an interesting yeah, thought to think what Cuz the, the Deadpool's were already amazing. That first one was unbelievable. Would Quentin Tarantino would have They didn't
2: really need Quentin Tarantino. Not really. Let no, him do other things. Still kind of kind of cool project, yeah. right?
4: 3 2
0: rooms. Midget at the movies.
4: I shall call him Mimi. my I
0: will not be ignored. It's like Minnet at the movies, but shorter.
1: Okay, so Midget at the movies, six degrees of separation. We ended up on, I'll give you a quick like the the month of May we were on the Outsiders with Patrick Swayze then we went to Matt Dillon and we did Wild Things then we went to Nev Campbell and we did Drowning Mona and now we're jumping into Danny DeVito waters. yeah Danny DeVito
2: one of Jimmy's brethren um, so one flew that's right over. he's I don't a little think person he's too. technically class as a little person. he's got Fairbanks disease
1: so what was um, Fairbanks oh. Uh, I, I I remember he's hearing him explain something it.
2: Something to do with bone growth. So, yeah, I don't something. Know. Yeah. So it's similar. Genetic to... Genetic bone growth, but his legs and his arms are all normal size, and his head isn't huge. Like it's just like. So it's yeah. He's he's got he's four ten.
0: Four
3: ten. He's right at the cusp. Four uh, four ten is kind of. Is it f- like literally right on the cusp, Isn't it? Yeah, because four eleven is technically the the, the total cr- end. Anyway,
2: anyways, I'm a um, fan of Danny. I love Danny DeVito, especially in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I think that's some of his best work. He's brilliant. He's in amazing that. in that. Absolutely. Um. So, so people are texting movies, in movies. Danny DeVito movies. Yeah, one flew over the the cuckoo's uh, nest. We already made Jimmy watch that for yeah. Midget's movies. It's not so really great. a Danny DeVito movie. No, but he's no. he's great in it. He is great in um, it, but it's not his movie. Throw Mama from the train. You've already um, I've seen, that's seen it that's that's because a- there was
3: there were some similarities it's between Jimmy the movie, movie I had to watch in this one. Okay, um, they both hated Mama. Everybody
2: hated Mama. Twins. Have you seen? That's the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. they're making another one of those. Um, I think with like Kevin Hart or something. You were just talking about how much you hate Kevin Hart. Uh, have you seen Big I Fish? don't hate Kevin. Okay, hold on.
1: Back up. I don't hate Kevin Hart. I actually like Kevin Hart. You said you judge
2: anyone that likes Kevin Hart. Okay, I did say that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and didn't you put I that questioned. on your list? <laughs>
1: I question people that find him funny because I don't get his humor. (laughs) Nothing. He never says anything funny. He's
2: a nice guy, though. He
1: just stares at everybody and looks
2: amazed or
1: something. And then you're supposed to laugh. I don't. Every time I see every clip I see of him, I'm like, what? that's not
2: funny. Some of his movies are okay. When he's with The Rock. (sighs) Uh, The
1: Rock's funny.
2: (laughs) Big Fish, have you seen? It's a Tim Burton one. That Danny DeVito, was I think in. so. Yes, Ewan McGregor is in that. That's a good movie. Uh, Man on the Moon. This is a forgotten Danny DeVito movie, and I saw this and I was like, "Oh, is that the Jim Carrey one?" Yeah, Jim Carrey playing. Um, uh, what, what's his Kaufman. name? Andy Kaufman. Andy Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. Uh, and Danny DeVito's in that. And it's kind of interesting because the, the, through the Taxi years, obviously Danny DeVito's on Taxi, and but he plays like his his manager, I believe. That's a great movie, man. On the moon, no. is that good? Mm-hmm. I really like that movie. Why are you shutting the door to that
3: one? I I'd never said. I, I said I haven't no, seen it. Seen no, he hasn't seen it. Okay.
1: What about Matilda? Like...
2: Matilda's That's the one with, that with the kid. kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this when I was a kid. Matilda. All right. Any texts um, coming in? Yeah. Uh, Get shorty. Have you seen that? I think that I we had to do that for midget Gene Hackman. I would have uh, that's Travolta. definitely something that would have ended up on your plate for that's, uh,
1: for midget. That the is movies. a midget. I have done yeah. that. one. Get shorty. Uh, he what goes else? To,
2: uh, Batman Returns. You've seen? Yeah. War of the Roses. War of the Roses. Long is old. time ago, but Romancing yeah. Romancing the Stone. That's Kurt. Um, uh,
3: no, um, not Kurt. Which one? Have you seen Romancing the Stone? Yes, that's okay. that, that uh, Turner and.
2: Kathleen Uh, Turner and Michael Douglas. Yes. Are in that one. All right. What are we narrowing? Let's start narrowing it down here. I think we should do Man Man on on the Moon. Moon. I like that. I actually will watch that with you because I've never seen it. Man on the Moon is really good. Is it? The fact that. That uh, Jim Carrey didn't win an award for that I think is I don't crazy. like Jim Carrey that's but, I avoid wait till Jim you Carrey see movies. him as Andy Kaufman like oh, yeah you're know, like that wow
1: well, he is Andy Kaufman oddly I watched um, like 15 20 minutes of the documentary
2: oh yeah that. there's a documentary about the making of oh, it the and making and of behind it. the scenes and, and I and I found Jim Carrey so annoying. I turned it off I <laughs> do you not like Jim Carrey <laughs> I don't like him a Canadian treasure <laughs> I don't like him I've never liked <laughs> I don't him. trust you I don't anyone that doesn't like Jim Carrey
3: I don't trust <laughs> I I'm okay with him. There's just some movies I can't handle, like Pet Defective. Um, Dumb and Dumber. Pet Defective?
1: Yeah. Pet Detective. Yeah, same thing. Dumb and Dumber. is. Dumb and Dumber is amazing. You've never seen it. Okay, I've watched clips of it.
0: (laughs) You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. And Andrea Gibson. Our mother of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Mother of the year. (laughs) You
1: You brought the little one down with you, Andrea? Yes, I did. Okay, what's her name? Attica. Attica. Now, how old is Attica? Uh,
2: She'll be 10 months next week.
1: Wow. Not that I should explain why I thought you were pregnant, but I will say this. When we spoke to your husband, Andrew, on the phone, he was like, I'm letting her sleep if... Um, if the little one will let her, and I thought he meant that you were pregnant at the time, and and so I was like, when I said, "Are you pregnant?" and there was that long pause.
2: <laughs> Locke just makes stuff up.
3: No, that's
2: in my head, I just assumed both both Jimmy and I paused and went, "No, pretty sure it says they have a ten month old." Yeah. All right. So,
1: and you've got two other uh, girls at home that are in school. This one's fairly new. This one's 10 months. Okay, Attica. All right, awesome. Now, Andrea, you were nominated by the whole family, and um, so we got a couple of things for you. We wanted to thank you for coming down. We're going to hopefully get to see you at the hall party because you got hall party tickets. We got a nice little plaque there that you can put up at home or at the office that says that you're the locker room mother of the year. All right, and uh, uh, Jimmy's got a poem for you. So, and she she asked us to slow it down yes she did so I
2: didn't ask she said please <laughs> I slow asked d- if you were <laughs> <going> <laughs> please to. slow down
1: this <laughs> poem. please slow down Jimmy, because that's the best part of his poetry <laughs> all right so we'll get to that after a tune here
0: he's got two
2: Okay, that's the wrong, wrong intro, yeah, but that's, that's, the that's the my wrong, favorite intro for Jimmy. It's the one. wrong one. Yeah. I'm gonna put the the, no, proper the poem in here. Time now for another poem from
5: Jimmy Chitov
2: on the locker room.
0: Happy
3: Mother's Day, Andrea, from the locker room. The plaque you get is now an heirloom. As a mother, we hear you are the best with three daughters. Someday, you must be stressed. This poem was written just for you. And you also get hall party tickets too. We hope Mother's Day was a great day. Don't worry here, you don't have to stay. Mother's Day, mothers are important in the life of a child. With tons of great memories being compiled. A mother's love is forever strong. A love that lasts all life long. Thank you for letting us honor you to your own self, be true. Happy Mother's Day, Andrea, my dear. That there is someone like you is really good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> we, sh- it's done on. we will see you at the hall party A place where fun will be hearty. Happy Mother's Day. All right. 15 seconds of script. uh, Taking two minutes. (laughs) Do you put the word
2: hearty in every one of your poems?
1: (laughs) No, not hearty. By the way, Andrea,
2: you might not know this.
1: Now that Jimmy has written you a poem, he gets to move into your house.
3: (laughs) Yeah. He's a good babysitter. And and Locke's going to give me a ride to and from.
1: All right. Okay. Thank you, Andrea. Congratulations. Enjoy the flowers. Oh, there she is. Yes. We were hoping <laughs> she was going to make is some, awake. We were hoping she'd make some noise while we were on the air. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming down. Show locals some love on 95.7 Cruise FM with Lacey from Pure Casino, purecasinogaming.com. Lots going on,
3: Lacey. Thank you for doing this. Of course. Can you tell us about the uh, Prime Rib Buffet?
4: So we have an all-new Prime Rib Buffet that's Saturday night at Casino Yellowhead. 4.30 till 9, 29 All your favorite Prime Rib carving station and everything that goes along with it, it So good.
1: I want to talk about the summer sweepstakes, Lacey.
4: $50,000 summer sweepstakes. And how do I get in on this? you want to come to Pure Casino Edmonton on Friday nights or Pure Casino Yellowhead on Saturday night, you'll get some ballots and win your share of cash and summer prizes. Last week, we just gave away some Wagyu for your summer barbecues.
2: You guys have something special for Father's Day as well, planning in advance, right?
4: We've got a Father's Day brunch. It's our Dad's Day comedy brunch, full of all the dad jokes you can handle. We've got Will Hannigan and Scott (laughs) Belford, both to a amazing comedians so that's 45 bucks for brunch and a comedy show perfect morning out for dad
2: let us know if you want jimmy to do 15 minutes too on stage yeah, <laughs> just
4: absolutely tight
2: a, a <laughs> <laughs> 20 yeah. yeah and of course we can't forget about the hall party at pearl
3: on friday may the 26th
4: Yep, we've got the hall party coming up with Rat Poison and Alter Ego. It's going to be so much fun. I we're, can't wait. We're
3: really
1: looking forward to it. It's, it's going to be a blast. Oh, yeah. this is going to be a great party. And you'll have to deal it's with been, us. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while for the hall parties. And you're going to have to deal with us on the VIP front, too, before the show. So we appreciate you hooking us up with I've, that, Lisa. I've
4: got you guys all hooked up with food and snacks
1: and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Nice. And if you need any info whatsoever about Pure Casino Edmonton, Pure Casino Yellowhead, go to purecanadiangaming.com.
0: You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Makes you seem pretty put together by comparison, hey? Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to
3: you by Arden Roof Systems.